You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, got the 15 minute stopwatch going. And today I think we're going to talk about a topic that, um, will make a lot of sense for a lot of folks, or they can certainly relate to it. So if you're a right-handed golfer, like you play from the right-handed side, there's a high likelihood that you're also a right-hand dominant person, right? My dad's left-handed and plays right-handed, so he he would be the exception. And there's a few lefties doing mm-hmm. the same. But for most golfers, whatever side you stand on to swing the club, that's going to be your dominant hand side, right? Left-handed golfer yeah. is usually left-hand dominant and vice versa. So that yes. brings up the point of, okay, get this question a lot. Do I need to feel like I'm hitting with my right hand if I'm a right-handed golfer? Or do I need to feel like I'm hitting with my left hand if I'm a right-handed golfer? This is this is a question that comes up a lot, and a lot of golfers will see themselves flip at impact, and they'll see that as purely a right-hand fault, right? The right hand's taking over. Yeah, How do yeah. I get rid of the right hand in my swing? Too strong right hand is too strong. Yeah, exactly right. And then they'll (laughs) completely like want to, you know, Photoshop their right hand out of their golf swing Uh, and want to play left arm only. And that's not the solution. I had a guy in uh in our elite group. He's he's trying to like barely touch the club with his right hand because you know he's trying to take out the the flip and what we're trying to get to do with him instead of because he's right handed and he's a strong guy. I was like, well, let's try to figure out how to how to make the right hand behave so you can use it. And um, I think when people see the flip, they, they automatically, like you said, think the right hand is mm-hmm. somehow taking over the shot. Well, it needs to hit, but, you know, what, what are the ways, you know, you need, you need to be able to train it to to move it correctly so you can hit with it. Um, and I think, you know, some of the drills that we give our guys help a lot. And one of those is just that right hand only drill. It's an old school drill, just learning to do that and hit shots like that. You can start to learn, okay, your right arm is going to be extending through the shot instead of, you know, staying bent. You learn how to straighten the right arm out, and you can get the, the hit in there without adding this kind of flicking of the right wrist too early, which I think is what people are doing. Yeah, when if there's an issue in the swing, a lot of times golfers will go to the extremes to try to fix it, right? Kind of natural. If, I'm, if I see that right hand flip, and it's going to look like that whether it's the right hand or not just because the right hand stays on the club. If I see that right hand flip, okay, I've got to get rid of the right hand in my golf swing. Yeah, but that's you, an automatic thought for yeah. these guys. But when you're looking at the golf swing, not only in the back swing, what happens there, but in transition and how that right arm needs to start straightening, right, there is so much speed in that. And, and we've covered it and we'll keep covering it of how fast the hands accelerate out of the top of the swing. A 
huge part of that equation for making that happen is the right arm straightening. Mm-hmm. And, and so many golfers equate trying to have lag in the downswing with keeping, I always call it, they lag, they try to lag it with the elbow by keeping elbow bend and they start tilting to lag it. You lag it with the wrist, right? The right wrist, you're straightening. Mm-hmm. All these great players, they're straightening their right arm, but that right wrist is staying bent back. So they're almost loading the right wrist, right? With the weight of the club kind of really loads that right wrist. And to feel that, you know, if you can imagine you're, you know, like old school Robin Hood or whatever, and you're pulling an arrow out of a quiver, it's the Uh same feel. You're straightening your arm as that right wrist stays bent. That's the motion you want to feel in the downswing. And it's a powerful motion. It's, It's the opposite of trying to take the right arm out of it. Because you're taking a huge power source away if you do that. Absolutely. And that quiver thing is good. And, and when you think about that, at the same time you're turning and shifting, that directs that quiver motion more downward. I mean, that's the golf swing. I think when golfers talk about width, a lot, I think it can be kind of vague. But to me, width is, you know, the right arm controls the width, not the left arm, right? So if you stay wide on the downswing, and like Mike said, you're, you're straightening the right arm out as you come down in the downswing and the wrist stays bent back, you know, that that's the correct way to get lag. And the opposite of that is kind of, it's always opposites in golf. The more you try to hold your right arm, right arm band close together, like basically your thumb closer to your shoulder, as you start down and the right arm stays bent, the more the wrist will tend to unload, right? Because yeah. they have to hit the ball somehow. I look. I always look at like when the hands are like in front of the thigh. If the right arm is bent too much, the hands are like up by the waist, like the, the mm. up by the the belt, right? And then they have to the flick the wrist to hit it instead of having the hands. If the right arm straighter, the hands are down in the thigh more instead of up by the belt. Yeah. And then they can deliver the shaft lean. What you're talking about, I believe, is like if you look at a swing from down the line and mm-hmm. pull up a Rory swing or Tiger and when that club, let's see, so it's about, I would say about half the downswing. You're going to see their right forearm pointing pretty much at the ball, mm-hmm. right? And the club is basically running up, and it's got to be a good camera angle or it doesn't matter. And the club's basically running up their right forearm, right? That's that's exactly what we're talking about here. That right arm is straightening. It allows the elbow to slide in front of the hip, not stay back behind, and all that pressure is now on that back wrist, and you have that classic look. Then if you go find a golfer who's struggling to hit it well, that right forearm is almost going to be parallel to the ground at that same point. That's a good point. Yeah, and it's going to be – you've got to do, like, just some weird stuff to make the club get down to the ball at that point. Weird wrist movements. Yeah, and your body's going to pitch in to kind of – it's going to stop turning because if you turn from there – you're in big trouble. <laughs> Might miss the ball. Yeah. So you're going to kind of stand up, drop the club in late, do all that stuff, and it's not going to be pretty. Uh, but you're exactly right with that. Like, it, it's it's how that unfolds. And there's been so much talk in the last couple of years about the in, internal, external, all that with the shoulder. So golfers perceive, like, if you go up and let's say your right arm is bent 90 degrees at the top, kind of the classic 90-degree bent right arm, and you just try to move that elbow in in front of you, that kind of, you know, rotating that forearm elbow back like everybody thinks you do when you skip a rock, right? That kind of feel. 
I haven't straightened my arm at all. In fact, I've bent it more to force that elbow forward. Guys think that's what shallows the club. The best players in the world do not do that. It's as plain as day. It's black and white on gears, what's happening. That right arm is starting to straighten immediately like we just talked about. That's what allows, because the body's turning, that's what allows that right elbow to pitch out in front of the body. Yeah, I think teaching people to, to drive that elbow straight in front of the ball or in front of the body like that, that all that does is teach them how to hit shanks. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I mean, I've said the wrong thing a few times too. Yeah. And I've told somebody, yeah. I'll tell you 10 times out of 10, if you tell somebody to drive the right elbow as hard as they can in front of the hip or towards the golf ball, that next shot is going to hit the wall in my bay. It's going to hit the right, might even hit my TV. Well, that's going to, the, it's going to open the face, right? Yeah. They'd have to have so much twisting on the grip to force close the face with their, their left wrist and, you know, the twisting it shut when they do that. Yeah. Almost like a DJ. I yeah. mean, there's not many people who can make that motion. And the first time they do it, that ball is shanked. But he's even straightening his right arm. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. But that, but that idea of keeping the elbow way in front yeah. like that, uh, most guys are just, they're going to shank every ball. Yeah, it's, you know, there's, there's a fear, and I don't know where it comes from. Um, my guess is that it came from, you know, trying to fix one flaw by introducing it to another flaw. That using the arms to any, at any point to build any kind of speed is a bad idea. It's not the case. It's just what great players do. It's easy to measure the speed these things move. Try throwing a baseball without using your arm. Just kind of rotate your body. Let me tell you. Let me know how that works, guys. the 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 fastest and most rotated golfers on the planet are LPGA players. Yeah, they are not the longest hitters. Think about this. Just had a baseball. Like you had a baseball in your arm, and you had like a loose arm. Without any tension, you just like spin around and let the ball go. The ball wouldn't go anywhere. No, I mean you have. To, there's got to be some active arm motion there. Now, I mean it just it doesn't make sense. There's a lot of guys who've been using active arm motion that have a hard time breaking a hundred. Okay, so using active <laughs> yeah. arm motion isn't the solution. Yeah. Doing it correctly is the solution. With, with the body, and we say it all the time: learn yeah. the pivot, learn the arm motion, right? Yep. And yep. the weight shift, square club face, yep. ball goes straight. It's not super complicated with a decent swing plane. The ball goes straight. But if you have I a problem pulling the club down, let's say, steepening the club, yeah. right? Yeah. The fix is not to leave the arms up and rotate. No, we blasted That's, that thing out of the water too many times. Yeah, There's no it doubt about it. It doesn't happen. I got tons of guys that leave the arms up and rotate, and they all shoot 100. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, if you leave the arms up and just rotate. The arms are going out. They're going out, and the average guy's arms go out toward the ball too much. That's a over-the-top. That's a steepening motion. Now, that's what happens. If you think you feel that, fine. If you move guys, you help, guys say whatever. they feel things all the time. That's whatever. We're yeah. talking about what actually happens. That's, yep. And golfers will eventually, if they're working on something, will start to do what it is they're working on. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're working on, and we've seen these guys, we've had them come in, we've captured them on gears. If you're actively trying to leave the arms up, you will eventually start leaving the arms up. You will start to get too much lead arm abduction starting the downswing. Your acceleration, your hand acceleration and hand grip maximum speed will be way too late because of that. 
and you will lose distance. Like you have to have these things accelerate early. So all that speed can transfer to the club head. That's the whole point of accelerating early is that it's the club head. We want to make move faster. Mm -hmm. You You can't transfer it if you never get it in there. Proximal to distal, right? It's not a new Mm -hmm. theory. Like Mm -hmm. the inside parts got to work faster earlier than the outside parts, but Mm -hmm. there's not enough time. We're talking, uh, I think we talked about it before average of 33 milliseconds with the, with the guys that we have, I think we have six of the top 10 on driving distance on tour and a bunch outside of the top 10, all over 120 miles an hour club head speed. Their lead arm is moving faster than their hips, than their torso, than the club. 33 milliseconds into the downswing. That's a couple inches. That lead wow. arm is moving and accelerating the fastest. That's not leaving it up and waiting. That's not a reaction to the pivot and all that. Now, if we look at that same metric for the women, like fast women, women that swing at over 100 miles an hour, which is fast for any girl, it's 124 milliseconds. Four times Slate. slower. Slate. And then we have those same golfers who come in who are who were good single-digit amateur golfers, right? Coming in like I'm 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 losing distance. I'm not hitting it as hard as I was. Well, what are you trying to do? Well, I'm trying to get my pivot going and ramp up my turn to improve my distance. Uh, one of those golfers, the left arm never moved the fastest. It just didn't happen. <laughs> and we showed him that. The light bulb goes off, and then he picks up nine miles an hour with a seven iron in the matter of 45 minutes. So it's it, that's the whole thing. It's yeah. like most of this stuff is just getting the right ideas in your head. Right. Cause you'll start it really doing is. it. You'll start doing it eventually. Good or bad. Yeah, you'll start doing it eventually. Yeah. You know, let's upgrade your concepts. That's why we, we like these podcasts because we can put better ideas in your head and you know, obviously your brain controls the movements. So if you can get better ideas about the golf swing, immediately you get better. Right. With, without even practice. I mean, obviously you need to go work on stuff, but just the fact that you know what you're supposed to be doing I mean, it's helped my swing more than anything oh my else, gosh. just knowing what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing, right? Because I took lessons from everybody, and the stuff we're doing now is a little bit even beyond what I, I learned from everybody, just because we're we're learning so much with gears and force plates and everything that my concepts have gotten better. My golf swing is, is better than it ever has been, and I'm hitting it farther. No. So it, it all works around the ideas that you have about the swing. And, and knowing that you have a good idea and then making it work, right? Like, mm-hmm. so knowing that the arm moves fast out of the top, like there's a lot of bad golfers that do that already. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not, that is the cure all like that piece needs to be there. Then you need to direct that movement and make sure the angles are correct and you're doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. The, the, the cure for a bad golf swing isn't to toss out all these correct concepts. The cure mm-hmm. is to fix the movements that need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've, we've seen golfers a lot who get up to the top, pull the club straight down, right? That'll steepen the club. We've seen golfers get up to the top who leave the hands up and just rotate hard, and the club comes down mega steep, no chance to hit it correctly. So those are both ends of the extreme. Uh-huh. Both are producing terrible golf shots. Both are producing over-the-top golf shots. But the concept has to be right, and then you have to make the swing work correctly. It's, uh-huh. it's not – Rocket yeah. science. 
Exactly. Get, get the right concept. Go to work on it. Use your phone, video your swing, yes. figure out what you're supposed to be doing. Draw a plane line in there. It's, it's not super hard to do this if you just kind of pay attention, take the time, and, and work on the right ideas. You guys will start getting a lot better. Absolutely. All right. So that's if you're a right arm dominant golfer, don't be afraid to use the right arm. Just learn how to use it correctly. As you not only that's hit it, it farther, you'll hit it straighter. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Why do we need to cover anything else? No, I think that's it. If you guys are enjoying these, please go over to iTunes and click subscribe. Also, um, leave us a five-star. If you have the time and you're enjoying these, leave us a, a written review. That helps more golfers find the podcast, and we're trying to help as many of you guys as we can. Love it. See you guys on the next one.